if you suck at selling and you are not confident in expressing yourself and being seen and showing up and speaking authentically, then you will literally stay in hiding because you quite literally cannot be quote unquote chosen by people. If you are not there for people to see, how can they choose you? everybody and welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to my new office. You'll be seeing this space a lot more um, as uh, obviously if you don't follow on Instagram, you might, may not know this, but we are in our new house and it is beautiful. We're doing a, um, a little bit of work on it. I wouldn't say a lot of work on it, but it needs just like a facelift. The previous owners had an obsession for blue. So the house was very cold. Um, so we're warming it up because we both love the mountains and we love a cozy vibe, but I'm really excited to this project is fun and it's exciting and obviously it's a lot, um, but I love being creative and it's just beautiful to be able to create a home with somebody else and um, to just like create a space that just screams you. It's it's fun. I mean, I am not good at interior design. I have an appreciation for nice spaces, but I cannot pull it together. I find it overwhelming. I cannot make a decision and I and I can't visualize things like that. Like for example, when we were picking the the like different colors for the different rooms, um, so my mom is my interior designer, Three Little Pigs on um, on Instagram. You would have seen, I've tagged her in many things. She is fucking amazing at what she does and she can do it from anywhere in the world, which is really amazing. If you saw my uh, New York apartment, she did that whole entire apartment as well. And she hadn't seen the apartment. Like she did it all via um, having a floor plan a pretty rough one at that actually, a floor plan and just by FaceTime calls. And she did such an incredible job. And let me tell you, I'm not an easy person to work with when it comes to trying to do interior design because I get frustrated and impatient and confused about things. And I just, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I have to go. Um, so, so yeah, if you need an interior designer, she's amazing. Like her taste and the way that she does things, it's just incredible. Like she's not like one of those interior designers. that's just all about neutral. I don't even know how to describe her or explain her. Maybe I should have her on the podcast to like do an episode about, um, like top things to know for like designing your dream home. I'm going to put a poll of that on Instagram. So when this comes out, um, so make sure that you, uh, like vote on that because, we should have her on. That'd be really fun because I just feel like people think that you don't need an interior designer and then they try and do their house themselves and maybe it looks okay. Like they, they, they think it looks good, but then when you have an interior designer come in, like or a really, really good one, let's say, because you could have like a quote unquote interior design and then you can have an amazing one. And like currently she's in Paris. We were just in Paris as well. We just went over to, to visit, to see her while she was there. And she's on this like whole design week and they like go around Paris and she's like learning all of these new things. And it's just like amazing. But what blo- what blows me away is that she will like say like, no, we have to do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, okay, whatever. I just trust you. I just trust her. And then she'll do it. And I'm like, holy fuck, this looks so good. Like, how do you see this and know that it's going to look good? Like when we're choosing paint colors, I'm like, how do you look at this tiny swatch and then visualize the whole room and know the color is going to be okay? Like that commitment level is like too scary for me. Um, 
but she does it and it is amazing. So she chose this room color and we have to, we're redoing my office as well a little bit. Um, like we're getting rid of the sofa and like that new, that chair is new, but I'm actually creating a podcast studio in the house. So that's really exciting. So I'll be obviously recording my podcast for a while in here until that room is ready. Um, cause we have to have like a whole pile of new furniture for that. And we're like soundproofing it and X, Y, and Z. Um, so that's going to be a bit of a project. Um, and obviously it takes a while to get furniture in unfortunately, but it is what it is. So uh, yeah, it's fun and exciting. And I think we should definitely have her on, but the commitment level and like the, the fact that like, I just, I just can't commit to like choosing something and knowing that it's going to be the right thing. I'm like, okay, what if it doesn't look good? What if it does like, I don't, I don't know what looks good and what doesn't look good half the time, but she will like say like, okay, move this a tiny bit here. This needs to go just a little bit here and like change this color to this one. And I'm like, like these tiny shifts and the whole room looks completely different and it looks like it's out of a fucking magazine. So the vibe that we're going for for the house is like, I love a bit of an eclectic vibe. I'm not strictly like contemporary, modern, mountain, traditional, whatever. I'm like, I like a little bit of everything. I like it to surprise people, but most of all, it just has to look like it's come straight out of a, um, a Vogue magazine. So that's what the vibe is. Um, so I'm excited for it to all come together, but it is a lot of work. And as you would have seen, if you follow my Instagram stories and I'll do a whole podcast on this, I'm sure. Um, I will actually, cause I know you guys like the juicy updates, but when all of my stuff arrived from the removal list, it, I would say 85% of it was damaged. Um, so it's kind of frustrating because we actually lost a lot of furniture. So whilst my office looks like pretty decent and okay, like there's obviously nothing on the walls yet. Um, there's a lot of sections of the house that are still looking very, very bare. So there's pros and cons to that. And obviously now we get to design the house um, in a way that really suits this house and this vibe that we're going for, which is nice. But obviously it's also kind of a bummer because like we're without a lot of things, but you know, we live and we learn and we have a beautiful house to live in and we'll just buy new stuff. So anyway, let's jump into today's episode. Um, but yeah, if you are watching the video uh, version of the episode, you will obviously be able to see my office and it's not done though. So if you keep watching the videos, you'll kind of, you'll see the transition and the growth, which will be kind of nice. I feel like every week you kind of can jump in and be like, Hey, what does the office look like this week? <laughs> What's changed in the office? Okay. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into today's episode because it is a juicy one. So I want to talk to you guys about why selling is sexy and why investing is a turn on. And before we go into this episode, I want to just preface whether you are running your own business or whether you are working for somebody else or whether you are a stay at home mom, it doesn't matter what area of life you are in. We are always selling ourselves. We are selling ourselves to friends. We are selling out to new friends. We're selling ourselves to possible clients. We're selling ourselves to our coworkers. We're selling ourselves to you know, like, I don't know, new investors that come in for a meeting at the workplace that you work at, whatever it is, we're always selling ourselves and we always want to be putting our best foot forward, obviously, um, in as many situations as we can be. Now, obviously I'm just going to like say caveat is that we don't need to constantly uh, put a face on or have a facade or anything like that. That's not what this is about. And this isn't that you need to be fake or think that you're selling yourself, quote unquote, all the time. The friends that are already in your life, the the person that you're in a relationship with, your family, whatever, you don't need to sell to them because they love you and they accept you. And like, you've already sold to them. Like they love you and they accept you exactly as you are. This is really about understanding that um, we're faced with so many new opportunities all the time these days. And 
there are pros and cons to the world being so online-based and social media being so prevalent. And one of the pros is that the networking opportunities are massive. Now, I still love networking in person. There was even just a situation in Paris. I feel like I need to do a Paris recap episode. Do you guys like those episodes where I'm going to put this on my Instagram story afterwards? Do you guys like episodes where I just give like a recap of like something random, like what we did in Paris for the weekend? Just let me know if you do. There was just a beautiful synchronicity that happened and like just one of those moments in Paris where I'm like, the universe is on our fucking side always and divine timing is a thing and I kind of want to share it with you, but I feel like I could do a little like Paris episode just for the vibe. So I'll put that on my stories in a second after I record this. Anyway, point being is, um, wait, where was I? Was, oh yeah, I do love in, in-person in networking, but obviously the beauty of everything being so online is that you have opportunities to network even when you're not networking. Like you are always networking these days. You are always selling yourself these days because of uh, because of the online world. And so if you're not kind of doing a good job and aware of that and really um, honing in on it and making sure you're putting your best foot forward, you could be missing out on opportunities that literally could change your life and your whole world. So everybody can benefit from this episode, um, no matter what area of business that you are in. Obviously, I'm going to pref- like to um, to jump in a little bit throughout the episode of for those of you that are running your own business, but you honestly could still apply it to even working for um, somebody else. So just remember everyone, we are constantly selling ourselves. We are selling ourselves to our boss. We're selling ourselves to your new job. You're selling yourself to the person that you started dating. You're selling yourself to your possible clients, to your Instagram followers. We are always selling ourselves, especially if you have an online presence and especially if you are like on social media, whether that's LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever it is. So when you are wanting to create a certain business or get promoted or have a certain life for yourself, it's truly about the way that people see you. If you suck at selling and you are not confident in expressing yourself and being seen and showing up and speaking authentically, then you will literally stay in hiding because you quite literally, that was a lot of literallys, because you quite literally cannot be quote unquote chosen by people. If you are not there for people to see, how can they choose you? They they can't. They don't see you. They don't know you. You don't exist to them. You're not somebody for them to choose from. So it's really funny because a lot of people have this wound of like, I'm not chosen and they want to be chosen They want to have a successful business, but a wound of I'm not chosen can be showing up and therefore they literally aren't chosen because what happens is they have the wound of I'm not chosen. So what can make, it can make them feel like I'm not enough. It can make them go into hiding. They have a blocked throat chakra. They don't speak up. They are afraid of being seen online. They cannot show up online. They're not showing up consistently, whatever it is. And so then it actually acts, it actually like gives them 3D proof of they are not chosen. That 3D proof of them not being chosen is really their own fault. Their 3D proof of them not being chosen then adds to their feeling of I'm never chosen and they get stuck in their trauma cycle. So it's really important for us to break the trauma cycle. And key thing in this example, it's not about focus, that you handing that this person or this person getting a, you know, Um, What to post every day on Instagram for the next seven weeks guide is not going to fix their I'm not chosen wound. It's actually not going to do anything for them. It's going to feel really hard and they're going to be fighting against willpower every day. But if you fix the wound of I'm not chosen, 
can you see how then they would actually be able to show up online and they'd be able with their job or whatever it is, they'd be able to show up confidently. And as a result, they would then start getting chosen and then that would break their trauma cycle. So this is why I'm always saying like when it comes to business, you trying to just focus on the surface level strategy stuff isn't going to, do you love how I have like a Christmas mug? Well, sorry, one second, I need a sip of tea. I will be one of the people forever where Christmas is at every time of the year because I'm obsessed. I'm like, Christmas mugs do not just come out and go away. They're there all the time. So this is why I'm always harping on about if you fix the root of the problem, it's going to magically just fix your business in a way because no amount of strategy is going to fix the root problem of I'm not chosen. If you fix the root problem of I'm not chosen, you will naturally be able to show up with ease. You will not be fighting against willpower. And then boom, there we go. You are chosen. You have a successful business, for example. Okay. So confidence, speaking your truth, authenticity, magnetism, and radiance, they are some of these key qualities and key traits that will have people wanting to be in your energy just because of the vibe that you give off. So let's reflect. Do you have confidence? Do you feel confident in yourself? Do you back yourself 100%? Do you know that you are worthy? Do you know that you're deserving? Do you feel like you're enough? Can you look in the mirror and actually be like, I'm fucking the shit and I love myself? Not in a cocky, egotistical way, in like a deep, like I really support myself way. That's confidence. Can you speak your truth? Can you share what you want to share online? Are you trying to just fit in with everybody else? Are you a doormat maybe? Do you want to make sure that you're not ruffling any feathers? Speaking your truth. Are you authentic? Do you show up as the truest version of you online or are you pretending to be somebody else because you're hiding a part of yourself that you're ashamed of? That's authenticity right? Fully showing up as who you are. And that doesn't mean that you have to share every fucking meltdown online, right? But it means that we're not trying to fake ourselves. Like, oh, I never have meltdowns. Like, no, I have a meltdown like pretty much every day. Okay. I don't have a meltdown every day, but like I had a meltdown, not yesterday, the day before, right? And I'll do that on the Paris episode. You will see it on my Instagram because I just shared a little bit about it of like, I was really sad about leaving mom. I had a fucking meltdown. And then it turned into like a meltdown about other things, right? I have meltdowns. I probably have like I probably cry like at least three times a week. Like, and during stressful periods, I would say more. During luteal phase, a little bit more. I'm just a little bit more sensitive, especially if I'm like stressed during my luteal phase or there's a lot going on during my luteal phase. Um, and if things don't go my way and I'm feeling a little bit on edge already, then there'll definitely be some crying. So that's me. So authenticity is really important. And again, again, it doesn't mean you got to share every cry session on your Instagram or online. It means that you're just authentic in who you are. And you're just yourself. You're not trying to be somebody else or you're not trying to be somebody that you think that you should be. Next one, magnetism. Do you feel like you are magnetic? Do you feel like your presence and your energy is magnetic to other people around you and to opportunities? That's magnetism. Radiance, it's kind of linked in there. When you're radiant, you have that sense of magnetism and people are attracted towards radiant people. So reflecting on those qualities, do you feel like you have them? If not, we want to be making sure that we're working on them so that you have them because they are such important traits for you to have in order to have easy success in your business, in order to easily be able to sell, in order to just be you. And that is selling. Like that's really good selling. Really good selling is when you are just yourself and you're selling. Like when you're just like fucking doing an Instagram story of you walking down the streets of parrots, having a nice day and not actually talking about anything that you're selling, but people are magnetized towards you and hooked towards you 
that's you doing a really good job at selling. And that comes that really easy, uh, that, that, that feeling of selling being really easy. It comes from the confidence, the authenticity, the magnetism, the radiance, and just loving what you're fucking doing. So that's why I'm saying that like no amount of like, this is how you sell is going to make it feel like selling is easy. That feeling of selling is easy actually comes from your internal world and your internal feeling and the way that you portray yourself to the world in an authentic way. So as you can imagine, if your trauma, your blocks, your beliefs, your stories are making you a smaller version of yourself, that is not going to help you to be this shining star in a way that you want to be. And it's not going to help you to be the highest quality version of yourself. You're not going to let yourself be seen. You will not let yourself shine. You will not let yourself be magnetic. You will not let yourself be seen. You will not let yourself be confident Confident if you have all this trauma kind of like making you want to hide and making you want to just stay in this little bubble of you and yourself, if that makes sense. Baba, or otherwise known as the new name, The Feminine CEO, is finally open for enrollment. So if you are a businesswoman and you are desiring to have more success, step into greater leadership in your business and all doing it from a feminine place, then you need to join this program of mine. The core essence of this program and why I created it four years ago was because I realized how many women were wanting to have a successful business, but the reason why they weren't was because subconscious beliefs, wounds, trauma, fears, you know, um, stories that we tell ourselves was blocking them from being able to easily run their business. So that is why I created Baba and I still hold that same um, essence of the program strong. We have three calls over three months and they are where we do all the deeper healing stuff. You also have a one-on-one with me included over the three months and we have a telegram group for you to ask questions over and over again. What I have heard with the feedback in this program like the number one thing that every single person says besides it obviously like helping their business and la la like that's all great is that every time they have a question the next module answers it so be prepared to literally have a business program that is going to give you every single thing you need to know for having and growing your successful business it doesn't matter whether it's brick and mortar a product or a service it works for all types of businesses i do not just take coaches i take interior designers i take jewelry makers I take real estate agents, I take all of these different types of women doing different things. And I love that this works for every sort of career. So if you know that you want to join, enrollment is now open and I cannot wait to do this round in my dream home. So something that is really important to consider is to reflect and just see how do you let yourself be seen? Do you day-to-day in your life let yourself be seen? So, for example, I bought some really – I bought two really gorgeous pairs of shoes in our recent trip to Paris. The kind of pair that makes you feel fucking seen. Like, the kind of pair that wants – to make you feel seen as well because you just want to like show the shoes to everybody because they're just so fucking beautiful, right? So if you right now close your eyes and imagined yourself in one of your favorite designer stores and saw your dream pair of shoes, like the kind of shoes that don't ever go out of fashion and you just crave them and you like, you feel like you actually need them. And if you didn't buy them, you would think about them every day for the rest of your life and be really, really sad. So be in the store 
And I want you to feel yourself putting on these shoes, like you're trying on the shoes and you literally feel like a queen when you stand up in them. Would you buy them or would they be too much and you don't need them, quote unquote? So would you buy them or would you tell yourself that you don't need them or that they're too much money? Because you can open your eyes. The reason why I'm bringing up this example and that little visualization is because so often we literally say no to ourselves in these tiny moments because of a fear of being seen. And the flow on effect to keep this kind of on topic is that you will not sell yourself as well if you could, uh, you will not sell yourself as well as you could have if you were in those shoes being seen. Just as an example, you don't need the fucking shoes. It's not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying as an example. So yeah, like the shoes can actually help you to be more seen. And in that tiny moment, you are choosing to not be seen. And like, let's not, I'm not talking, I don't really care about the actual shoes itself. Like no one go, well, what if I can't afford the shoes? Like just don't, don't fucking analyze it so much. What I'm saying is like, there was a moment where you could have been seen and you chose to not be seen. You chose to tell yourself that you didn't need them. Right. But, but on the flip side, if you let yourself buy the shoes and you let yourself be seen, you would feel like you want to be seen because they're the kind of shoes where you're like, I want everyone to fucking say these. You would let yourself want to be seen and you would feel differently about how you value yourself and how you value your energy, the way that you walk, the way that you feel, what is in your closet, for example. So you let yourself be seen. So... What I'm saying is let yourself show up as your future self. Would your future self see the shoes, try them on, be like, yep, done, sold, next? Or would your future self be like, oh, 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 and give a million excuses as to why you don't need the shoes and then literally kind of torture yourself because we all fucking do this, all women know this, where you haven't bought the shoes and then every day for the next year, you think about these fucking pairs of shoes. Like for an, for example, there was this bag that I saw in Celine in Paris years ago in, 20, in 2020. So during COVID, I was in Paris and there was the most divine fucking bag. I actually have the same bag, but just in a different material because the reason why I didn't buy it was because it wasn't practical and it was too hard to clean. It was like a white fluffy material. Like I want to say it was Sherpa. I don't know if that's right. It was like a white fluffy material. And if I have the, uh, some of you would see that I have this brown Celine bag. It goes over my shoulder. It's long, like a, it's like a shoulder bag, like a, like a, um, crossbody bag, but I don't necessarily wear it crossbody all the time. And it's long and it has this like buckle on it. Well, imagine that 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 calfskin buckle, but the actual bag itself is like this white fluffy Sherpa, fucking divine. I think about this bag so often. You cannot buy it anywhere. It is like done. They don't make it anymore. It's the end. Maybe I could buy a secondhand version. I don't fucking know. But I think about this bag all the fucking time and I can't buy it anymore. And I didn't buy it because I told myself that I didn't need it and it wasn't practical. But the bag made me feel a certain way. And in that moment, I choose to not let myself have that for whatever fucking reason. I can't actually tell you. I can't remember back then, but I I didn't let myself have it. And it's like when you don't let yourself have something that that you feel like is going to add to you. And is going to make you feel like if it's, if you feel like it is a good way to spend your money 
and you feel like you want to spend your money in that way, it doesn't matter about what the fucking finance dude says. If you feel like you want to spend your money in that way and you say no to yourself, it's in those tiny moments where you are saying no. It's like, okay, where else are you saying no to yourself? How else are you saying no to your life and to your dreams and to your manifestations because of a logical thing in your head. You are ignoring how you feel about something. You're ignoring your intuition, really. You're ignoring your intuition and an energetic response for a logical thing. So when we even translate that into investing and how I was saying, I'm saying, I'm going to go into this in a second, investing is a turn on. So many people, especially women, they will say no to something that they want to invest in, right? And in that moment, even though they really want to invest in it, They are saying no to themselves and they're saying no to their future for whatever fucking reason it is. It's usually about a not enough, not deserving, I don't need it. Like I can do it another way, I can do it a cheaper way. And you are not valuing yourself or your future. That's the most important thing. You're not valuing your future and your future self in that moment, okay? So do you let yourself show up as your future self? Because the investments that you make and the way that you act, even in these small moments adds up into huge things. So when we invest in ourselves and the energy of this is going to get me to my future self faster and in the energy of knowing that if you are already your future self, you'd buy or invest in that thing without even second guessing it, that is a turn on to our system. So let me recap the turn on to our system right? Is when you're investing in yourself in the energy of this is going to get me to my future self faster. And in the energy of if you were already your future self, you'd buy this in a fucking heartbeat. It is a turn on to our system. Let me explain. It increases our life force energy, our chi energy, and that actually increases your libido. Has anybody ever noticed that when they get really excited in a moment, really excited by a situation, they've had a fucking great day. They're just, they're just pumped by life their libido increases in that moment. They want to text the guy they're dating. They want to go home and just grab their hand and fuck them. Their libido increases. It is a turn on to our system. So when we have all of that life force energy flowing through us, that also will happen from investing in yourself because it's excitement. It's newness, right? It actually increases your libido. It literally does. So the way in which you act and invest to support where you want to be can and will increase your sex drive. It'll increase your creativity as well. And it will increase your manifestation powers because your life force energy gets a really big increase and a really big upgrade in that moment. Your body is literally turned on because you are excited and it is turned on by how you are acting in that moment. So whether you have a business or not, being able to sell is a really important quality. And investing in yourself is a really important thing for us to be feeling turned on for ourselves, not just for our partner, turned on for ourselves and turned on for our life every single day. And just quickly on the selling note, I know some people have like a yucky thought about like they think being sold to is yucky or like whatever it is. I have two things. One, you may be used to being sold out in a manipulative and a slimy way. No fucking thank you. Two, When people sell to you, you're actually triggered because you wish that you could sell with that much ease. Selling isn't fucking bad. Selling is educating people so that they can know whether they need something or not. You don't have to fucking buy it, but think about it. I would say that majority of things that you have in your life, they were sold to you. 
And if you didn't know that thing existed out out of out in the world, you couldn't have bought it and that thing couldn't have helped you. Like I sold you to get on the podcast, right? The podcast is I'm selling you the podcast. The podcast art sells to you. So even if you didn't find me on Instagram and then find out about the podcast, the podcast itself sold to you or the title sold to you. And thank God if I can did, otherwise you wouldn't be here listening and changing your life and learning so much. So we really need to change our mindset about selling and selling is a really great fucking thing because it educates us to figure to find out about services and things that we need. Like even for example, I've been sold to through the fucking letterbox because I've got these like magazines for like curtain companies and like a framing company and because so much of our stuff was damaged, like all my frames and everything, all my custom frames for my, for my art and my prints and everything, they were damaged. I'm like, thank God. I, fuck, I literally said to my boyfriend, thank goodness this came in the mail because now I have a company to go to. Right. And there was like this great looking curtain company that does like really high end curtains. And I'm like, fucking great because we need, a, like, I don't know a fucking curtain company. My mom knew one in New York, but she doesn't know one in Atlanta. So great. Now we can get curtains made. So being sold to is actually a really good thing. And when you know how to sell with grace and ease and magnetism, it's fucking sexy. It's sexy because you are backing your work, you are believing in yourself, and you are helping those that need your services to see how much they need them. Whether you're a healer, whether you're a designer, people fucking need you. Like, I need a fucking designer, right? People think that, oh, they don't need clothes. They don't need it. They don't need an interior designer. They don't need to do whatever service you're doing. Well, I do. Like maybe not everybody in certain moments, but I need it. Like maybe not the person living on the average, say, income wage during, you know, a really turbulent time in the economy, for example, they're not going to hire an interior designer, but there are many people that will still hire an interior designer. I will still hire an interior designer because I value my space. I value my environment very highly. And one, I don't have the fucking time, but two, I literally don't know how to do it. And it's not worth the stress of me trying to do it. So I will hire a designer. So people do need your work and you have to make sure that you feel confident in knowing how much people need you. And if you're really good at selling, you will be able to get them to self-identify that they need you. You're not pushing it at them. You're offering yourself and your services to them. Just know, ladies and gentlemen, know that those that know how to sell their work have quote unquote something about them and it's their confidence and it's their knowingness of how important their work is. It is sexy to me when someone is so sure of what they can offer me. Like when I am selling to you guys, I am so fucking sure with every ounce of my being that my work will change your life. Obviously, if you do it. My work will help you. My work will heal your trauma, whatever it is. Obviously, if you do your end of the bargain, right? It is sexy when somebody fully backs their work and backs their offering. It is not attractive and it will not entice someone to buy from you if you're like one foot in, one foot out. Like, oh, maybe it'll work. Like, mm, that's not really instilling confidence in me. The confidence that you put out there about your work is the exact confidence that you're potential clients or potential customers will then feel about you. So friends, do you know how to sell yourself? Do you know what your best qualities are, how to put your best foot forward, how to relate to people to get them to self-identify how they need you? Can you even speak out or do you just get choked up all the time at the thought of this? 
you know, like from listening to all of my episodes about business stuff and X, Y, and Z, that the root, root, root is what you need to look at, not just joining another fucking course that's going to give you a step-by-step guide to making 10K a month. That shit ain't going to fucking work. Well, and if it does, it's not going to be in an authentic way. You aren't going to be in integrity and it sure as shit ain't going to be sustainable. You need to do the the work that's going to heal that root stuff. So please, please, please listen, listen, listen closely. This is the last round ever of the feminine CEO in this way. So now is the time to join. If you want me to help you to fix the root of these problems so you can do business with ease, you need to join the feminine CEO, right? After this round, you will not be able to do the business, like the deep business coaching, the the, the business, like the healing your trauma in business stuff with me in the feminine CEO. That will only be in a one-on-one capacity. And obviously there is a price difference to that. So if you know that you have this root shit to heal in your business, please join this last round of the feminine CEO because otherwise in the future, you will only be able to get that with me if you are a one-on-one client. So please, please, please take that memo in and make sure that if you know that you want to join and do this, that you join this last round because it will be not possible for you to then do the trauma healing for your business with me next year, right? Okay. Last thing that I want to mention to you guys about investing. There, in my opinion, there is no right or wrong thing to invest in. It all depends how you want to spend your money and what feels good to you. And I know a lot of people can, uh, well, one, I know that there's a thing these days where people get, they don't tune into their discernment and they buy 10 million fucking courses, hoping it'll fix their problem. And then they've racked up $20,000 worth of debt. I am not for that because, listen, because they have probably not used their discernment when buying courses. They've just, it's its actually been like a trauma response of like overspending and people do that with their money trauma of this overspending to try and fix something. On the other side of it, people ask, do you think it's bad to like put a program or put like working with you on a credit card or to get out a loan? My, my question for you is this. One, are you going to show up 100%? Okay, because if you are, then yes. If you're not, then obviously fucking no. Two, do you know that you really, really, really want to do the work, put in the work and get the results? Because if you do, then you're showing up with that energy and there is no option for you to not make the money and pay it back. You're not showing up avoidant. You're not pay- You're not choosing the, you know, get out a loan or put it on a credit card from an avoidant space. You're actually choosing it from a, a very intentional space, knowing exactly what you're doing and feeling really good about it. You're actually choosing like the expansive option of like, wow, how grateful am I that I can join this course and pay it back in a way that is going to work better for me. That is a fucking vibe. Like how great that we have that option in Like how great that you have that option if you're considering that option. That's fucking great. My most important thing is, are you going to put the work in and are you going to show up? Okay, that is up to you. It is not up to me because I can only do 100% on my end, but then it's completely up to your end. If you're going to keep up with the victim mindset, if you're not going to show up to the calls, if you're going to like not do the, like if you're not going to like apply what I'm telling you to apply, whatever it is, 
then it's actually just sounds like you're hoping for a quick fix. And like, I can't give you a quick fix. So when you, when people ask you about that, I wanted to just offer that last thing about investing of like, when I'm saying investing is a turn on, I don't then mean just fling your money anywhere and get yourself into a million dollars of debt. Like that's not a fucking turn on. That's avoidant behavior. That's avoidant behavior. And that is spending in a trauma response. It is your inability to hold the energy of money, your inability to hold energy. It's like this flinging of like spend, 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 um, literally as a avoidant trauma response. So that's my, that's my like kind of two cents with the investing of I've invested like big fucking bucks that I quote unquote didn't have. And I made it back because there wasn't an option of me not making it back. It was a fuck yes decision. It was a let's do this. Let's go all in. And like, I'm backing myself in this and I'm fully showing up in this. So that is my answer to that. And a lot of my one-on-one client, I would say a lot, I would say like, I probably had like maybe 20 or 30% of my one-on-one clients, um, choose to get out a, uh, or like even some queen alchemy girls choose to get out a loan for working with me. And one, those women show the fuck up 1000%. And number two, they actually do make the money back. And they make their money back because the way in which they've shown up and then cleared all of their trauma has allowed for all of the magical manifestations to come in. It has allowed for the job promotions to come in. It's allowed for random checks to come in for, you know, like um, money that was owed to them years ago. It's allowed for their husband or their partner to get a pay raise. Whatever it is, it's happened. And it's because they've really put the work in to clear their shit. Please don't do what some people are doing now with like this. It's, I feel like it's a, it's an online coaching space trend. Don't do, don't have this mindset of like, because I've joined this, the money's going to come back straight in. Like I don't have to do any work. Like it's just the energetic exchange of like, I've put out a thousand dollars. So it's just going to like come back in and I don't have to do anything. That, no, that's, that's not how it works. That's not how manifestation works. One of the really important laws is the law of action. So don't forget that ladies of like, are you and gentlemen, are you taking action or are you just thinking that like money's going to rain from the sky? Because it doesn't. Money does come from trees because cash lol, but money doesn't just rain from the sky by you just like making a payment and then thinking I'm just going to like, you know, sit around and watch Shit's Creek all day and like 10 clients are going to come in my door. Maybe, but probably not. Like you do need to be consistent and then take the aligned action. So I'm going to wrap it up there. I got to get into some house stuff for the rest of the weekend. Um, but I hope that you guys loved this episode, um, and found it really helpful. Please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, leave a review if you haven't already, because they do go really far. I really appreciate those of you that have taken the two minutes out of your day to write a quick written review. If you haven't, I would really appreciate it. And then obviously make sure that you share the podcast and you tag Monarchy Yates Health and also the Instagram podcast Feminine It's Fuck without the you. So like fuck is just FCK. Um, so tag both of us so that I can make sure that I can repost your share on my Instagram story as well. And oh, last thing I'm going to mention also ladies is that so obviously the Feminine CEO is about to close. Um, this is the last round of the year and it is closing. Hold on a second. It is closing, um, on the 9th of September. So if you want to join, you only have this week to do so. 9th of September is the last day for you to join. And then do not forget that we also have the, um, 
masterclass coming up, the the uh, feminine female breadwinner. So all the details for that I'm going to put below. You can check out the website pages, but that masterclass of the feminine female breadwinner is fucking amazing. Um, I'm so excited to do this. I'm only going to be doing, doing it once live. So come to the live call so that you can ask your question because there will be about an hour of Q&A as well, which is super exciting and really fun. And uh, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you're probably a successful woman or you want to be, and therefore you definitely need to come to this masterclass if you want to have a super sexy, polarized, polarized relationship and also be making bank as the woman in the relationship. Have a lovely day, everybody, and I'll see you on the next episode.